one. That's it. Welcome to the Can I Pick Your Brain podcast, where successful entrepreneurs get their brains picked so you can apply mindset tricks and game-changing tactics that will help you become unstoppable. Now, here's your host, Daniel Geffen. Hey, fellow listeners, and welcome to episode 46 of Can I Pick Your Brain? Today, I'll be picking the brain of David Kosciuszko. David is an interesting character. He's made a small fortune selling other people's junk. In fact, he's so good at selling things that people don't want that he started a company called iBuyForResale, which buys your unwanted smartphones, tablets, and games consoles for cash and then sells them on for a profit. In this last month alone, David has done over $45,000 in sales and is now teaching others how they can do the same. David, welcome to the show, and thanks for letting me pick your brain. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, Daniel, for having me on the show. It's, an, a- it. it's an absolute pleasure, and, and I really appreciate, uh, David, because you know before we, we, uh, we started uh, to go live here, David actually uh, had a, something come up that uh, he had to rearrange, so I really appreciate his time here uh, with us. So thank you, David, again. Oh, you're welcome. No problem. I just want to get right into it here. You started out buying high-end purses and collectible cards at local yard sales and then selling them on Craigslist and eBay. I mean, can you tell us about how you got into that and also why purses? I mean, it's not exactly a guy's thing, is it? <laughs> That's a good question, actually. Uh, so uh, a long time ago, it was, this is was about six years ago, my wife and I didn't have a lot of money. And we were living in a room in my mother's basement. We had just lost our house in the market crash. And I had filed bankruptcy for the second time. So it was a rough time in my life. <clears throat> and I was working for a carpet cleaning company making only 300 bucks a week. So I didn't have much money. What we would do is we would go to yard sales to uh, try to furnish our house. And my, my wife loved going to yard sales anyway. She liked shopping. And that was the only shopping we could afford is yard sales because we didn't have a lot. Wow. So one day it was our anniversary. And I didn't have much money at all. And I found a coach purse at a yard sale. And uh, it was really nice. So I bought it for my wife for our anniversary for 30 bucks. Not and bad. 30 she, bucks she for, a purse. Co- for a coach purse. How much does it normally go for those purses? Well, well yeah, that's what I was going to say. So uh, the coach purses are te- te- usually pretty expensive. You know, they retail for mm. three, 400 bucks in the store. Mm. So when I bought it for 30 bucks, wow. I was like, oh, that, you know, that was a pretty good deal. I, I figured I'd go on eBay. Because I'd been wanting to sell some stuff on eBay at the time, and I and I looked it up, and uh, it's, I saw it was selling for two hundred and fifty dollars. Hmm. So I was like, you know, I could have bought this and made some money off of it. <laughs> right. So I I sell our purse, but the next week, what we did was we went out and we looked for other purses to buy, and uh, we had we went out the next week, and I made two hundred bucks profit off or, off buying Coach purses. No way, uh, really, in we, one in one day. Yeah. Yep, yep, and uh, which is great. I was pretty excited about that because I was only making three hundred bucks a week. Mm. So the next week, you know, we started making it professional. We got up super early in the morning, and we made a list of all these yard sales. And then I got my profit up to four hundred bucks for the day buying purses. So wow. then I, uh, over the next couple months, I got really good at buying designer purses, and I found that it was just a profitable niche that I just kind of had fallen on. And uh, after a little while, I thought, well, you know, how can I expand this? What else can I buy? So I put an ad on Craigslist looking to buy used cell phones because I had uh, done that with the purses. I put ad, some, some ads on Craigslist to get some more items instead of going to the yard sales, and it worked out well. So I put an ad on Craigslist looking to buy used cell phones, 
And uh, my first month buying cell phones, I hit 10,000 in sales. And the second month, I hit 20,000. And within eight months, I did. Uh, it, within eight months, I had done a quarter million dollars in sales just working off a couch in my mother's basement. Holy cow. Um, That's insane. Yeah. You yep. went, I mean, you essentially went from flat broke to earning, what did you say, quarter of a million dollars in eight months? Yeah, a quarter million in eight months uh, in, in sales. Uh, but I had uh, pretty. I, I had turned uh, $300 cash in an envelope I had saved up to try to build a business. Uh-huh. I had sold some junk in our garage to do the reselling stuff. And uh, I flipped that into thirty-five thousand cash Poof. within the eight months. So I, ha- I had a nice nest egg after that. That's so insane. Was... That's incredible. Just literally selling stuff on on, <laughs> on eBay and an Amazon oh, yeah. Craigslist as well, right? Uh, just eBay. Uh, no, just eBay. I I would buy off Craigslist and then sell on eBay. So I would buy low and sell high. So you're telling me that on Craigslist, um, it was cheaper to buy things than on eBay. Uh, yes, because yes, people absolutely. because because people on Craigslist are are, are basically your regular uh, Tom, Dick, and Harry that just want to sort of get rid of stuff that they don't want. And on eBay, it's more like a professional, like it's more of a business. Like people are trying to buy stuff on there. Um, well, it, it boils down to market and demand. Mm-hmm. So eBay, you have a lot more buyers. There's a huge market. So when you go to a place of high demand like eBay, you're going to get higher prices where Craigslist is a local market and only in the buyers are limited. Yeah. So you have lower demand. And also the way I place the ads, I do it so that way it creates very low demand. Uh, so I get people calling me for their items rather than chasing how, people how do you, for how do, you, how do you do that? Can you take us through that? Yeah. So you've just put an ad on Craigslist saying, I'll buy your used phones cash. Um, it, uh, I, you can say – Pick free pickup and uh, to pick up your items. I'll tr- come to you, uh, fast and friendly service, and call for free quote. Throw up an ad like that on Craigslist, and then within the next day you start getting calls. People call, hey, mm. I got this phone I want to sell. And the key is that there's no competition to buy, so you're the only one making offers. Nobody else. So if they like your offer and they take it, then they're satisfied. So you can get a phone that's worth two hundred dollars, offer them a hundred bucks, make a hundred dollars profit very easily. Whereas if they have their item listed on Craigslist and you have to challenge all the other buyers, then the, you're not going to get a decent price. Aha, uh-huh, I get when it. They so, David, you, so you're saying you're saying that you put out an ad saying, "Does anybody want to sell me their whatever it was?" Right. Whereas if you're exactly. if you're going and looking at already uh, people who are putting out ads, then you're already competing with all the people that see the ads. I hear what you're saying. Very smart. That's very smart. And you, you, did you figure that out on your own? And is that something you learned from somewhere or did you just figure it out? Uh, you know how I figured it out? It's kind of, a, I, fi- I figured it out by accident. I'm, I'm not that much of a genius or anything like that. It's just kind of trial and error and, and, <laughs> and going through the trenches. And, and when you're in a tough position, you have no money at all. You just try to figure things out. So when right. we were broke and I had nothing at all, I mean, there was a point literally had no money and uh, we would put items on Craigslist and say, hey, anybody have stuff they'd like to get rid of, we'll take it. Mm. Um, I remember we wanted to grow a a garden um, when we were living at my mother's house and we wanted to create a patio. So I put up ads saying, need flowers and plants for garden. And then people actually called me up and say, hey, we got these flowers and plants if you're interested. And we went and got them. So then I was like, I'm going to take that principle and just put it towards cell phones. So you were that poor you couldn't afford to buy flowers? I mean, you literally asked people to give you their flowers? Yeah. Yeah, we were, we were dead broke at one point. 
Wow. It was, it was a pretty hard time in our lives. Yeah, our, our grocery budget for the family for the week was like $40 a week for all three of us. Nah. So it was, uh, Holy yeah, it was, how many, it was how definitely many of, pretty tough. How many of them were you at the time? Uh, my wife, uh, my daughter, and me. It was three of us. Oh, my. And how, how old were you? Uh, let's see. I'm 35 now, so I was probably like 29, I think, mm-hmm. at that time, 30. Wow. Uh, one of the things I think my listeners would want to know, and, and this is sort of going on in my head as you're talking, is let's go back to that, that, that bag, that first purse that you bought, that coach purse. You got it for $30, and online it was $300. Weren't you worried that there's something shady here, something's weird, like maybe it's not real, maybe it was a fake, maybe it was stolen? You know, and, and again, I want to tap into that later on when we talk about your real your business that you've built up for yourself. But let's start with that. I mean, were you not worried about that? Oh, of course. Look, any business you start, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's, there's going to be times <laughs> where you're going to take a hit. You know, right. but like just like uh, Rocky says, it's not about how hard you can hit; it's how hard you can get hit and keep on coming. So. One of the things is, yeah, I've, I was nervous, but you got to take chances. And I took a chance on that purse. And first of all, when I bought that purse, I mean, the house I was at doing the yard sale was probably a $500,000 house. So, you know, mm, okay. the chances of someone living in a nice house like that and, you got know, it. and selling a fake purse or, or a stolen purse for that matter mm-hmm. is probably extremely low. So, you know, right. it's, it's, you just have to calculate your risk. So you, you picked a place that wasn't a shady area. You found a nice sort of uh, person that you trusted. with, you know, and, and so that's how you, you had to trust. But online, it's a whole different story. How do you build the trust online? I mean, you know, you're, you're talking about selling um, used phones. And, and, and buy. I mean, there's so much trust issues. I mean, people don't know who you are. And, and there's so many scams out there. This is probably the biggest reason why people avoid buying uh, things online or people selling stuff online, just because of the of that trust factor. How do you get around that? Uh, eBay is not as bad as you think. A lot of people think that uh, you know you got to worry about all these scams, and that, you know I'm a pretty trusting person. My my philosophy in life is trust people first, unless they give you a reason not to. So uh, that's how I am. And you're going to get burned with that philosophy. Have you once been in burned? A while. Have you been but, burned with that? Of course, tons of times. Uh, when I was two weeks after I bought that first purse, I got burned for the first time. Lady sold me a bunch of fake coach purses, and I mm. remember knocking on her door, chasing her down, trying to get the money, and she wouldn't <laughs> no give me way. the money back, and I wouldn't leave her front doorstep. <laughs> no way. You stood at her door. You drove to her house, and you knocked on her door? Yeah. Nah. Yeah, and I said that. I'm like, oh, you need to give me my money back. You no fake. Way. And uh, I, I wasn't a happy person. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, did, did she give you the, I, I did she give you the money back? that, though. She- uh, I got like thirty bucks out of a hundred I spent. I was able to to to, to kind of like right, scare right. her a little bit into giving right. her money back, but well, I didn't get it all back. So then um, I just learned and I did my research after that. You know, you you make mistakes, but that's how you get better. Then I learned what what was a counterfeit and what wasn't a counterfeit, and I did my research and studied. And then my wife and I actually used to go to like Gucci stores and Coach stores and high end areas, and we would study the purses there wow. so that I would know what's real and what's fake, so I would make more money. Can you give I, us some I did tips? really well with you know at those a point where I bought two purses and made six thousand dollars just off two purses. No way, Are you kidding me? Profit? Yeah, the Chanel double flat. Yeah, prop that six thousand profit. Uh, they were Chanel Gosh. the jumbo double flat bags, which is their uh, flagship purse for Chanel. Let me ask you a question here. This is this is an interesting question I have. You're buying these purses for the, the, let's take that example six thousand dollars profit. Those two bags. How much did those two bags cost you? 
I bought them for only a thousand bucks a piece. Okay, so that's a great. Ex- I, that's I, a great. Ex- you flipped them for for what was it? Twelve thousand. No, how much you did you flip? Uh, I, I flipped them for like four thousand each, something like that. Four thousand each. So yeah. let me ask you a question. But, but you, you're not going to get deals like that all the time, and that was a you know once in a great while opportunity. No, but so I want to. I want to ask you. I want to ask you. That's like I want to ask you a simple question. Why would you buy the purse for a thousand dollars when you could have got it in China for 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 nothing? I mean. You know, hundred bucks, let's say, for a purse like that, and you could have flipped it and made a lot more profit. No, you could have made much more. You know? Do you know what a Chanel purse is? I, my wife does. You're- I I know what my credit card <laughs> bill looks like after my wife has bought a Chanel purse. Talk to your wife about a Chanel purse and ask why she would buy one in China or why not. <laughs> you're, you're, are you asking why would someone spend that kind of money on a purse? No, 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 no. My question isn't why would someone spend the money. My question to you as a businessman is why wouldn't you go to China? And buy from China rather than spending a thousand dollars buying somebody else's someone's purse that they that they're well, selling. Why are people going to spend eight hundred bucks on a brand new iPhone and not just get a Chinese knockoff? No, but you as a businessman, you're doing this as a you're doing this as a living. Well, because I can't sell it. I mean, it's pure, you know, profit. It's uh, it, it's it just comes down to supply and demand. You know, if I buy a purse from China, it's worthless. Why? There's no money. I can't resell. This is a knockoff. And and it's junk. It's low quality. It's not going to resell. Okay. So that, but there are people doing that. There's a lot of people doing that. But there's a lot of do, people doing a lot of stuff. Doesn't mean it's good, <laughs> right? Or it works. So let me you ask know, you: the, the, the only one percent of the population makes a six-figure income. So you know, ninety-nine of a hundred people are doing the wrong thing. It's <laughs> a good point. So let me ask you this: for, for for the sake of our audience, can you give us a few tips for when you're buying stuff online? What trust factors should you look out for? What things should you? What signals should you look out for? When you're buying things when online, you're, when you're buying things online, and by the way, it could be buying them to buy or buying them in order to resell them. It doesn't make a difference. Oh well, there's two different factors. See okay. that those require two different answers. Okay. So when you're buying them to buy, there's a whole process to it. You mm-hmm. have to make sure you appraise an item properly. You have to make sure you get a bill of sale from that person. If you're going to buy locally off Craigslist, I have them sign a bill of sale and I write down their driver's license. Because that one, you do have to be more skeptical because there's a lot bigger chance of getting a stolen item or something that's counterfeit if you're doing that. So you have to make sure that you hold them accountable by getting a driver's license and a bill of sale template. Mm-hmm. Um, you have them sign that. And then I also check the electronic serial number of a phone to make sure it's not reported stolen or anything. So it's a lot bigger verification process for buying a phone off Craigslist. Now, if you're just a consumer, you want to buy a phone off eBay. Mm-hmm. eBay has eBay buyer protection policy which they are extremely strict on sellers with. And they don't give sellers much rooms to make mistakes. So if you burn a couple buyers, you're off eBay, and they'll just kick you right off. Got it. Got um, it. They don't tolerate that. So uh, the chance of being burned on eBay is extremely slow, uh, low. And not only that, even if you do get burned, eBay guarantees your money back, where eBay will actually give you the money back even if the seller won't. Oh, wow. So and, and what's the difference between yeah, eBay, eBay and is, Amazon? Um, they're just different platforms. I think Amazon is better for buying newer items mm-hmm. because that's what the majority of stuff on Amazon. Amazon is like a gigantic Walmart or department store, basically, okay. um, where you can order all your newer stuff there. Where eBay is still kind of more of the used market, uh, okay. so, so better better for resellers. Got it. So- uh, and it, the Amazon also charges a fifteen percent fee. Where eBay, with my top seller discount, I can get, I can sell any item for about seven percent fee. Mm, so better to sell so- on, on eBay for you than to sell on Amazon. I get it. Yes, and Amazon, you got to wait two weeks for your money. Where eBay, you get paid immediately. 
Oh, that's a so big that's one. Why, that's huge. That's, why. that's cash flow right there. Yeah, exactly. So, David, and let me, you, 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 let me you, ask you, you a question. There's a lot of people yep. listening to this who have tried making a living selling things on eBay, Craigslist, and Amazon, but they haven't been successful. What have you done different to them? What have I done different? The number one thing I have done different is not give up. Um, a lot of people try and dabble in life, and if mm. you're a dabbler, you're never going to be a doer. You know, The wishers in life, they are always trying new things out, but they give up at the first sign of uh, an obstacle or, or, or friction, where a doer will continue and try to figure out and problem-solve things uh, consistently and stick with something. So just like me, I could have given up when I got burned on that coach purse and say, oh, this is not good. I could, you know, I'm going to get burned too often, but I stuck with it. One time I got, I lost $2,000 buying purses that were fake. They were Chanel purses mm-hmm. and that one went bad. I lost two grand and uh, I never got my money back on that. So it was really painful. I didn't have a lot of money at that time, but I knew what the business I was in was a gold mine and I just kept figuring out and figuring out and I took my hits and kept going. So that's it. Take your hits and keep going. That's all I got to say on it. So if you persi- want to, sur- and, then, and that goes for anything you want to be successful at. Right. So stay persistent and consistent, basically. Exactly. Yep. So you then went on to start a company called um, I Buy for Resell, which essentially you buy people's old uh, and even broken electrical devices. Um, why? Why did you start that business? Well, because that's where I, you know, hit the quarter million dollars. When I did that, uh, you know, I needed to incorporate, so I incorporated. And uh, my accountant told me, hey, Dave, you, you know, you're making so much money, you should just open retail stores. Right. And that's why I opened retail stores where we repair phones and we buy phones now, too. Um, I got into the phone business because it was just more profitable than the purses. There was so many more people with cell phones that were looking to unload them. The purses were good money, but I found that people get emotionally attached to it. Mm-hmm. And whenever there's emotional attachment, then it's harder to drive the price down. Got it. Got it. Uh, but you, when you, it, when you mentioned that you have two, two brick-and-mortar stores, right? Yes. Why would you need to have physical locations? Isn't it um, a burden to have a physical location with staff and, and all the overheads? I mean, isn't it much easier to be, like you said, you made quarter of a million dollars in eight months sitting at the couch, and that was the first, your first year doing this. I mean, surely you could have just scaled up. Why do you need to have locations? Well, you're right. I mean, it is nice to do that. But one, it's, you know, it's, not, uh, it's not something I can really scale past me if I do it that way. You know, it's only me, so I couldn't build it any bigger. Got With it. the locations, I have employees now. I mean, I'm only at my store about 10 hours a week to make mm. the kind of money I do. So it's, it's not a bad deal. I let them do most of the work, and I, you know, I'm collecting the paychecks. So right. they, do, they do, like, the cell phone repairs and buying the phones for me and things of that nature. Got it. And how do you make money from, from my old broken iPhone? I always wondered, like, if I send you my, my old broken iPhone, what are you going to do with it? I mean, how much money can you make on that already? Uh, well, it depends which iPhone, you know, if it's like an iPhone six yep. and, uh, you, uh, I give you 180 cash for it right now, mm-hmm. I'll go put it on eBay and I'll flip it me and uh, sell it for 300. Well, hold on, but, 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 but let's say the screen is broken. It's not working. So what are you going to do with it? All right. So if you've got a cracked screen, but the screen works, but it's just cracked, mm-hmm. I'll buy that for probably about 140 and I'll flip that and sell it for about 260. Wow. How many iPhones are you yep. getting at the moment? Like a month? Uh, we're selling about 110 a month right now. Nice. That's a decent. Because yep. next thing I was going to ask you is, I've noticed that there's a ton of online companies doing this. In fact, you've got Mizuma Mobile in the in the UK, and you've got something someone called Swapper is the biggest in the US, right? How do you compete with these big boys? Oh uh, well, Swapper 
is like an eBay. Swappa is not a, comp- a competitor for me. Swappa is a platform to sell on. Okay. Um, so I don't have to compete with Swappa. Okay. Uh, but but uh, a bigger competitor for me is like Gazelle, mm-hmm. sell. Um, and it's just like any business. If you ever want to compete with p- the big guys in business, just offer better service. Be more knowledgeable about your product. Offer better service. Be friendly. And that's how you beat the big competitors because they can't do that. You know, they have to work through corporate and, and uh, rules and employees, and they can't make big changes quickly in their companies where you can adapt quickly as a, a small guy because it's just you. The more you scale up, the harder it is to adapt your company. Right. So, right. I mean, that's how you just beat them with service. And because of your success you – know, so what were we going to say? Yep. David? No, I was going to say I can also beat them with prices a little bit. I can offer a little bit better cash. And, and, uh, and a lot of those companies are also mail-ins. And a lot of people are skeptical of mailing their items into a place right. where we give green cash right there on the spot for local people. Hmm. Okay, so you've basically cornered the local market as well. That's smart. Um, exactly. Because of your success at selling on eBay, you also started teaching this to others. Um, one of the things that you talk a lot about is self-awareness. Can you explain why, why self-awareness is so important to selling online? Um, self-awareness is important to growing any business and growing yourself as a person because if you don't know what you don't know, then you're going to have a hard time figuring that out. You're going to know what's stopping you. What's the, what's the chinks in your armor? What is it that's holding you back? And the more you know about yourself, the better results you're going to get. You know, you might there might be one little answer that's right in front of your face you haven't realized. So you need a mentor that can spot that for you. If you find someone like me, for example, I can take someone in five minutes, look at their Craigslist ads, look at their eBay, and tell them exactly why they're not making money and what they could do. I just had a guy that uh, he made fi- his first five hundred dollar profit day, not sales, but profit, mm-hmm. and he's only been doing this for three weeks with me. Wow. Literally started with just lousy six hundred bucks. He had $2,000 cash after only two weeks of working with me, and wow. now he had his first $500 profit in a day, uh, three weeks later from me starting. With That's him. incredible. How much did he pay you for that, though? Uh, for the coaching? Yeah. Uh, was it, he only paid me 1000 bucks. Okay, so he's already, so he's made, already made his half. money back and then some. Well, you said he made $500, so he's made half his money back. No, 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 no. He made 2000 his first two weeks. Oh, wow. He made $500 in one day. Oh, wow. One That's day. incredible. That's incredible. So he's basically made his money back and, and, and more, and now he's taking everything you've yeah. taught him to now. That's incredible. How, how can, by the way, for, so for those listening that, that would want to, first of all, I would, I would first ask you, what would your advice be to those listening to this who is, they're looking to earn you know, either a part-time or full-time income selling on eBay or Amazon? What should they do? What, what would your advice be to them? If they were looking for, well, it depends what you're looking to do. If you're looking for not, what to do what I'm doing, then just throw up some ads on Craigslist. You can watch my YouTube video. I, if you can subscribe to my channel, Win at Life with Dave, which is Win at Life with Dave, all one word. There's no spaces, and I have a video in there that shows exactly how I do it. Mm-hmm. You can just watch my video and put that to action. Um, if you really want to get serious, though, nobody ever succeeds in life without a mentor. You, you need a mentor. And even I, when I first started, I had a, a, a guy that showed me how to make money on eBay. And, uh, and that's what I, where I became successful. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I first started dabbling in it, I kind of hacked my way through it. But then when I wanted to get serious, I found someone that was really good at eBay. And I hung out with them and spent a lot of time learning from them. And that's what made me so successful. So you need, you, a mentor will help you a lot. 
That's incredible. And and so so the difference between I guess somebody just sitting and watching your videos and somebody hiring you as a mentor you're saying is is the difference between people who are want to be serious and actually want to succeed and and those who are just kind of just yeah. you know the dabblers they never usually get over 5000 a month in sales. You know, they just dabble so they're not really serious about it. The people that hire me, uh, one kid hit 11,000 in sales his first 39 days after working with me. 11,000. Wow. 11,000. How much of that was profit? Uh, probably about six thousand. That's pretty. That's that's great. That's incredible. He literally started selling so much. eBay temporarily suspended his account because they thought he was doing something shady. Because <laughs> 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 he made money so quickly, and most people on eBay that are brand new don't do that well mm. that fast because they don't know. But because he hired me and I was able to train him, I just let him copy my system and bam, he put it into action. And uh, he would have hit fourteen thousand for the month had they not suspended his account. He literally had like four thousand dollars worth of inventory waiting to be sold. That he had to wait like a few days for them to release the suspension. He had to just show him proof that he was legitimate. He was mm. selling items and he was actually purchasing them. What's incredible is that people are still making money selling on eBay and Amazon because I I, I know that back in you know five years ago six I remember people were making money but I always thought it was it was a dead market like it was dying that it wasn't but people are still making money. How much are you making right now? Um, I guess your last year. What have you been? What's what's your last year been like? Um, what is this you're talking about for PayPal and just for your, eBay? You know what, what, what was the question? I guess I guess what's your to, what's the total and then just quickly break it down. Uh, my 10.99 last year from PayPal was three hundred eighty six thousand dollars, I think. Wow, so I wasn't too bad. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. incredible. Yeah, and that was just last year. Last month I hit forty five thousand in sales um, from my businesses. The, the, my eBay store does about twenty thousand a month. And then we do about fifteen thousand a month of repair, and I also now sell on about ten, fifteen thousand a month in coaching. So what's what's your so. total like total profit, I guess, per month at the moment? Uh, for the eBay store, it's about eight, nine thousand a month in profit for eBay. Mm-hmm. You know, with everything, I'm probably doing about fifteen, twenty thousand a month profit. That's incredible. And and again, I mean, you you you're pretty much running it from from your home. You're not having to, right? Yeah, most most of my work is done from home. I only spend, like I said, about ten hours a week in my stores, and that's pretty much it. And I I don't work weekends. My wife and I have this thing that we take two vacations a month. So we every weekend we go away, or every other weekend we go away. Wow, that's incredible. I like to travel a lot, so we we travel the country. Amazing, David. What's the best way for my listeners to to get in touch with you? I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of people who who would want to either make a part time income or full time income off of of you know, selling on eBay or Amazon, how, how does the best, what's the best way for them to, to get in touch with you? Sure. Yeah. So uh, Facebook, you can get me on Facebook is one of my major ways. And I like, you know, just send me a message and it's David Kosciuszko. Uh, and my last name is spelled K O S C I U S K O. I don't know mm-hmm. if you're going to put a link to that or anything, but it's yeah, David Kosciuszko. Yeah, there'll be a link in the show notes. I mean, all the links, you mentioned also the YouTube videos. Uh, we'll have a, a link to your YouTube channel on there. We'll have a link to your website. Um, and also, I think you, you offer, like, there's a program that you have that I can also link to as well. Yeah, yep. You can yeah. uh, book a free call with me if you want to talk to me about okay. uh, getting, you know, if you're serious about the eBay and you, you might want to learn more about the coaching program. Um, yeah, you can. I'll give you that link if you want to, for people to book a free call with me. Um, if you want some free advice, I, I on my YouTube channel, I put a lot of uh, success tips 
mm-hmm. and videos up there on how to build you know like a six figure business, how to have a positive attitude, and also how to grow your eBay store. So you can check that out in my Win It Life with Dave YouTube channel. And if you want to see what goes on in my life, you can also follow me on Snapchat. Uh, it's Dave K O S Dave Cause twelve eighty is my uh, Snapchat username, and I, I just post all my daily activities and what I do, Very some cool. of the secret behind-the-scenes stuff. Again, that will all be in the show notes, so for those listening, if you want to check those out. Um, and also, Dave will be in my Facebook group. Um, David, I'm going to invite you into the group. I've got a private Facebook group for my listeners. Um, it's called Can I Pick Your Brain? Um, for those listening that are not part of the group, I urge you to join the group um, where you can pick the brain of David today um when, you know once you're in the group david will be available and you can ask him questions in the group and he'll hopefully be there to respond to your questions david this has been incredibly inspiring thanks so much for letting me pick your brain thank you to all my fellow listeners i'm looking forward to the day when i'll be picking your brain you've been listening to the can i pick your brain podcast inspiration without perspiration is like a tiger without teeth So to put these ideas into action, head over to danielgeffen.com.